choose what to believe? Do you just believe things when, well, that seems right? Or do you just choose to believe what you're told? How you decide what to believe is the most important thing that you'll ever do if you want to manifest your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hello, good friends. Welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com, where you can also on the website pick up the 100-day Kinetic Belief Guided Journal for Manifesting Your Best Life. Try it out for 100 days. That's the amount of time that we have given you to start seeing results. And then also check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com. Beautiful day on the beach, Miss Meg. Beautiful day. Isn't it marvelous? The sun is shining, the water is glistening. Here in the midst of a cold, bleak winter's day, the sun is shining in the temperature is rising <laughs> are you working Couldn't on a novel be any better at all oh it's Must beautiful be. i love watching the waves you know i was watching them last night just thinking how the tides and the waves when you watch them it, it almost gives you the sense that the ocean is breathing you know it kind of mm. has the same cadence full as of your, life isn't as it? your breath yeah love it wow this mm. is going to be a poetic well, i podcast. think so why not let's just go for it I we all need so. a little poetry in our lives megan yes you've always been pretty sure of what you believe um that's correct. Yes. You're a believer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a believer. Monk, that's it. Was that the monkeys? I think it was. I think it was too. Today we're talking about kinetic belief. I'm excited that we're just wow. doing this entire field of thought as an entire topic. Yeah. Three it's hours? <clears throat> Should we make it three hours? <laughs> well, it probably uh, will end up try to do it being that. within an hour. Well, let's but, do oh it. Let's goodness, pack it what in. What a challenge. I like it. Kinetic belief. I have combined the fields of religion and thought disciplines with that of science to help with the understanding of what I call the continuum mechanics of belief. So today I want to talk about belief. And uh, it's kind of crazy. This is a topic that I've... Okay, I'm going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. truthful. I've okay. been putting this one off. Okay, interesting. And and I think... Which is very weird for you. You well, never put anything off. And I think it's just because it's such a broad topic, albeit the most important thing, I think, to the experience of a successful human being, and that's understanding belief. And that was the that's the, the catalyst and the doctrine of kinetic belief, these, the substance of things hoped for. But it's such a big one and it's one that i've sort of hesitated to jump into with just a podcast well i can't wait to hear how you're going to pack all of this into our 45 minute show this should be <laughs> incredibly interesting and, and even entertaining well the, the best way i know to do is the same way i learned to swim in in water and that's jump into the deep let's end. do it i'm with you let's jump so today talking about kinetic belief l- belief like all thought forms it's made up of quantum physical energy there are many, many different types of belief, and they all produce something. And the something that's created by the different types of belief, it's not always the something that we're necessarily wanting to see happen or attract into our lives. Something is always attracted, but it might not necessarily be what you want to show up. So why is that? 
It's because this is vastly important to anyone wanting to become whatever they can imagine to be. We have to understand what belief is to be able to make the distinction between types of belief. So like most ideas, when it comes to attempting to understand concepts, we tend to end up with different definitions and various meanings to words. We were talking about just the English language the other day, and I think you said something like, oh my gosh, I'd feel so sorry for anybody trying to learn English. And oh, you yeah. cited several examples of, of one word with four or five different meanings, oh, right. even I mean, with the same spelling. Oh yeah, the same spelling, but they even are were pronounced differently. I don't have that in front of me. But yeah, it's it's a crazy language just because there, and there's also so much slang. You know, there are a lot of words that aren't even words, and we're always making up new stuff. It's it, There's no rhyme or reason to it. Okay, and you know, most of those words and some of them that you were even citing as examples, we can just sort of let them go. But there's one word in particular that is going to be the most important word for understanding, and that is belief. Mm. Getting the correct understanding of what a, a what belief thought is. form producing belief actually is. There's so much misunderstanding here, and that and that always breeds confusion. So here it is. The word belief is one of those ideas that has, like we're saying, so many different meanings. For example, I believe in this table that we're sitting around mm-hmm. right now. I believe it's here. I believe I can see it. I believe it's made of dark wood. It has four legs. I believe that. Now, my belief in this table is a belief that I have established as a fact in my life, not for my life. But it's a fact in my life. It's a belief that I can agree with that's based on my observation of this table. It's what I call a variable belief. I have it while I'm using this table. Now, when I leave this room, I'm not taking my belief in this table's existence with me as a conviction for my life. When we go out here and walk down the beach this afternoon, I'm not carrying this as an article of faith. And I'm not going to think about this table when I'm on a jet flying somewhere. Okay. Well, now I probably will, but (laughs) ordinarily I wouldn't. Okay. No, but seriously, I'm not purposefully constructing an article of faith regarding this table. Beliefs articulated as a bias, a desire for possessing, are intensified as convictions, and they become articles of faith of belief. So that kind of belief is a kinetic belief. And a kinetic belief has profound implications and always gets results. And by that I mean kinetic beliefs are actually beliefs that will produce after like kind. So what is kinetic energy? It's the energy of an object that it possesses due to its motion. How do we give energy motion. We have the ability to put motion to energy. How do we do that? When we're talking about the substance of a belief, the belief is formed and put into motion by a creative human being, a life form within the universe that was created in the image of the creator of the universe with an ability to imagine, desire, and believe. Imagine, desire, and believe. Thought has substance. And that substance, it permeates all things. It's attracted by like kind upon the bias of these three things. Those three things, again, are imagination, desire, and belief. So the law of kinetic belief says this. There is one substance, which is the source for all things. 
The substance has within itself the power of bias, which creates all things. All things are made from this intelligent substance, which fills the interspaces of the universe. The motion of the substance of things hoped for attracts mass to form, and that is kinetic belief. So you're probably thinking, can we unwrap this? For understanding, absolutely. <laughs> can we work through that a little bit? Let's just work yeah. through it a little bit. You know, and it's funny because you can hear all that and think, I think I got it. But then you try to sort of regurgitate it to yourself and there's not, it's not all there. <laughs> what we just did is laid the big fat nut right there. Yeah. You can all see it. And within that husk, within that <laughs> is the, the element of surprise, which is not going to be such once we unwrap it when I always love the way that you teach because it does always I always have the my dad and also my grandfather were builders you know contractors so I would always have such a familiarity with that process of you know the foundation and the framework and and filling in all the gaps and every time you teach I always sort of envision a house being built because Mm. I feel like we just laid this really nice solid foundation and you're going to give us the framework next Perfect. I love the analogy. So there's a study of science called Continuum Mechanics, which deals with the mechanical behavior of materials modeled as a continuous mass rather than as discrete particles. So typically, it's an area of physics concerned with the motions of macroscopic objects. Those are large objects. Those are the things that we can see in the natural macroscopic, the kind of things that our natural senses can evaluate, like this table. Yeah. It's a macroscopic object. I don't need a microscope in order to observe the table. I can see it, touch it, feel it, and I see that it exists. So the things that we can see are microscopically on the quantum level of matter formed by things we cannot see. There's energy that has, that's forming the, the concept of this table on a microscopic quantum level. And the things that we cannot see, particles, are formed by things we think about. Mm -hmm. So if we could microscopically go down to the quantum level of particle physics to see the things that are making up this table, well, what's making up the particle physics in the quantum level that we cannot yet see even in the quantum laboratory? And we can only imagine to believe to see, and those are thoughts, those are the, the things that we think about making up the quantum particle particles that create the forms that we can see. So now the bias of a belief, it's unchanging. One, a belief that is unwavering, that a human creative creator, human-like kind being can have. A human being can hold on to a belief in an unchanging way, an unwavering way, a thought form, making up a desire, what that does is it produces the kinetic energy that's required to attract like kind. So I think I may have missed um, where you made the connection between uh, believing that the table exists and then a different type of belief. Okay, the belief that this table exists is based on the senses. And now what, what I'm doing is taking you to the place of Believing something exists without the senses uh, proving the existence of that thing. In other words, believing you'll be successful is something that you do not see as of yet. Right. There's not an existing 
table of your success. It's only in the mind. It's in the imagination. So now you're beginning to create a thought form for a belief rather than something that's validated by the senses. And you also just told us that everything is made up of of energy. And so it is interesting to... uh, combine the the knowledge of everything being energy with your belief in something that doesn't necessarily exist in the scene yet um, believing that that energy will come together to form a thing correct and the belief that the energy will come together is the the substance of a thought that is going to manipulate the quantum particles into a form that you can see so there's three levels here that are at work okay so the things we cannot see particles are formed by things that we think about And now the bias of a belief that's unchanging, unwavering, it creates kinetic energy that's required to attract like kind from the universe. I've always loved the the word kinetic in conjunction with this topic because it is such a perfect phrase, a perfect term, a perfect word, because kinetic does denote this continual process you know kinetic energy requires it to go again and again and again it's that momentum being that resurgence of momentum i guess sure look at it this way you can believe something for one moment and then believe something else about it the next you might believe that uh, you know you're going to have a a, a great afternoon just an afternoon full of joy and fun and happy times because you're going to uh, down to the go park, go kart park, and you're going to go and ride go karts around. At least that's your belief that you're going to do that. And then someone that has the keys to the car comes in and says, "Well, I've decided not to take you." And all of a sudden, your belief to go and enjoy the go karts changes from excitement to, well, gosh darn it, to disappointment. Yeah. So your belief changes. It's not a continuum of a thought process. Well, and I love that analogy that you always have given us where you you give us this analogy of, okay, let's say you have a positive seed and a negative seed and this idea that, okay, you plant the positive, you cover it up with dirt, and then five minutes later you dig it up and you put the negative one in there and you cover it up. I mean, you're just switching your seeds. They'll never grow. Right. They'll never grow. You're Changing just, your belief. busy work. Right. Yeah. So a kinetic belief doesn't change. It's unwavering and it stays and remains, remains the same regardless of opposing information that you might receive regarding that belief. You know, somebody comes in and says, well, I'm the one with the keys to the car. You're not going and you still believe you're going. <laughs> you're unwavering in your thought and you are, you've decided in your, in your, uh, your imagination and your desire, your belief, it all remains the same that you're going to the park. And so gosh, darn it, you know, actions will then follow your, your article of faith and belief to go to the go kart. That's hard to say. Go kart park. <laughs> and uh, somehow, some way you'll end up there. Yeah. Maybe right. you'll, you'll call a cab. <laughs> or you'll walk. I don't know. So, but that's a kinetic belief. You're desiring something and you believe it's yours. You imagine it. You imagine it to see it. You're creating an energy for attracting the substance of circumstances. And the like kind will continue to form and develop. It will grow as long as your desire possesses the energy to attract formation due to your conviction's motion. And your conviction's not changing. It's an article of faith. You've got that kinetic energy, the motion, the direction of that. It's unchanging. It doesn't matter come hell or high water. I am not changing from the direction of this conviction, and I will see what I'm determined to see. What I really like about that is it gives you the sense that when you first get a hold of an idea and you believe in that idea for it to come to pass, for it to manifest, that surgence of, of energy 
there's a lot of excitement. You're looking forward to it. You can see it so clearly. And then I think of it as like you've just kicked a soccer ball. There's a lot of velocity at the beginning of that kick, and then it sort of rolls to a stop eventually. And so I like kinetic belief because kinetic belief activates when that ball, so to speak, rolls to a stop, when your momentum has sort of rolled to a stop. Because typically it's telling us to cave in, quit, what you were believing for it wasn't good enough it wasn't real enough that can't happen for you but with kinetic belief it's just a signal that you need another kick of momentum and I love that differentiation because it it really combats that natural tendency the natural tendency to cave in and quit and give up because of the condemnation and the sense of guilt But for kinetic believers it's like that tendency that feeling is just your signal to you need another kick you need another boost you need that's your kinetic belief it's time for it to kick in and the way that the senses pick up on the kinetic energy that you're giving it is the excitement that you mentioned Mm. when you have you have that feeling and sensation of excitement that is a steadfast, just knowing that you know, that you are headed toward that thing that you're desiring. And when you feel that excitement begin to wane and slip mm-hmm. away, you intentionally and on purpose, you stir that excitement back up. What are you doing? You're putting the kinetic force of the energy back into the belief and desire. And that continues to move you kinetically toward the thing that you're believing to attract into your life. Wow. We are the initiators of a kinetic motion to believe. We initiate the kinetic energy by stirring up the intentional excitement to see it done. Even if in the natural, nothing looks like it's going to come to pass for you. Well, you don't live by what you're seeing. You're choosing to live by what you believe to see. And you stir on purpose up that excitement to see the destination in, in front of you. Mm, I love that. And so, and I just love that you're talking about energy, you know, you, really using excitement to cultivate energy toward a manifesting toward manifesting power that's Very cool. and that's the quickest and best way to understand it look as long as you hold on to your kinetic belief you're creating a vacuum for attracting form according to your desire the science of quantum physics is just now beginning to observe the effects of bias through studies that are called quantum tunneling string theory multiple universes all suspended upon a a quantum foam, as first imagined by Einstein's theory of relativity. So while we've got the hood to the universe up, and we're looking at the engine of how all this stuff seems to be working, we're beginning to understand how this works. And what's even more profound is we're gaining understanding of just how amazing um, our place is within the engine of the universe. And where we are actually located within all the the machinery and the workings of this stuff. In other words, human beings are becoming efficient as being masters of the universe. We're gaining understanding, wisdom, and knowledge, and enlightenment regarding these things. We have the ability to imagine, desire, believe, and create. Imagine, desire, believe, and create. It's what we've been doing since we came into the natural created in the image of our creator. We've been imagining, desiring, believing, and creating. How extraordinary is that? But while we've been busy imagining, desiring, believing, and creating, we didn't know we were actually doing that. <laughs> and we blamed it on on uh, luck and four-leaf clovers, and we thought... Uh, Uh, Well, it just is what it is, or it ain't what it ain't, and all those things which are not true because we are actually at the helm. We're controlling the, the direction of our lives through kinetically believing by imagining, desiring, believing, and creating. It's extraordinary. 
So while simultaneously looking macroscopically out into the universe, we're seeing right now, just in the last 20 years, microscopically down into the quantum universe. And what are we finding? We're seeing ourselves in both directions at the center of our observations. And what we're observing is changing according to what we believe that we are seeing. Wow. (laughs) This is amazing. Human beings are created within a universe that functions according to statistical averaging. Mathematically, we know this, which can be used to assess to what extent the approximation of continuity can then be made. In other words, there is a predictable effect for energized particles flying around through the universe. They're zipping along in every direction imaginable. However, what we know is that there's a predictable destination or an effect for all those energized particles. So now as observers, we are not necessarily privileged to know where they're going and what their mission is, what they're supposed to be uh, becoming and what they ultimately will become. We, don't, we won't know that until we macroscopically see something because all those energized particles, they're destined to manifest in accordance to a bias that was not originally our own that came from the initiator, the beginner, the creator of all, the bias of the creator. But so here we are, we're part of that substance that's been formed according to the bias of our creator. However, if we should choose to agree with what we see as a universal original source of this expanding truth, and then if we choose to fixate our own bias, an an energized, kinetically charged belief upon what we are observing. We are then, in a sense, hitching a ride upon the creation that we're observing. And we change according to what we're observing and according to the power of our own personal beliefs. In other words, we've all heard of cause and effect. And that's just a scientific universal principle regarding the laws of physics. And it says this. It says that in a cause and effect relationship, there's one event causes another one to happen. The cause is why it happened. And then the effect is what happened. So you can look for signals to identify the cause of an effect. Well, it's those signals that the continual mechanics of a belief can be used to assess the outcome of a kinetic belief. Now, this is where it really gets cool. That is that a belief that is held in continuum has a predictable outcome. A a belief you choose to hold on to unwaveringly has a predictable outcome. How amazing is that? So now we've been able to identify the type of belief that produces a predictable outcome. And that's the type of belief that one exacts to use for intentionally guiding the experiences of their lives. We can intentionally choose the predictors for our own lives. I really love how you took us through the explanation of the reasons that we are being, we are working, we're acting as creators in our own lives at all times. And so just because you're not aware of this, just because maybe you don't have a a level of belief in kinetic belief doesn't mean that you're not creating and that really is the explanation for uh, you know when you when you have a a life and someone's living it and it's not on purpose uh, working toward this manifesting power that 
you know, it's, it's, um, well, it's just going to be, be decay, right? I mean, it's just going to be going to the negative at all times if you're not actively working this. Oh, that's correct. And you know something, all, all of us have this uh, intuition, this knowing on the inside of us that this is how things work, even if we don't mm. really, if, if we don't understand it. For example, how often do you or do you know of anyone that would uh, say you're getting ready to take a trip, you're going to get in the car and you got a couple hundred miles ahead of you and just for laughs and kicks, you say, well, boy, I hope we have a wreck on the way. Yeah. Nobody, no one says that. Well, why wouldn't they say that? Just to be funny. <laughs> right. That's true. They there's know that there's power in there's that. There's power in you that. You have an innate knowing. There's an innate knowing. Interesting. That's true. So what does all this mean? It, it, there are actually no victims. Every human creative creator is walking around in the natural as a believer. There are no victims. You may, now, you may not want to... To be a, a so-called believer in control of your destiny, maybe you enjoy hiding behind the, the cover of uh, the analogy of being a victim, but that doesn't change what you are. You come into this world, all of us, uh, innately and constructed as we have the particleization of the ability to believe. We are all believers, and whatever you choose to believe, for whatever reason you choose to believe it, it becomes you. It makes up your destiny. It makes up the life that you're going to experience and live. It makes up the attitudes that you will be expressing to others. It makes your makes up your outward expressions, the, the choices. Everything that you're going to experience is going to be based upon what you've chosen to believe. You may not believe that. Well, then that's your belief. You're the master of your destiny as a result. You are the captain of your ship, and you hold the keys to your everything. And if you have been going through life saying, well, I'm a victim to this or that, well, this ought to be good news to you. Because now you know that the, you have the keys to no longer be a victim. How amazing is that? You can turn your life around the moment you, sh you choose to believe that you can. There are millions upon millions of excuses there's not one that's valid. No one has a valid excuse for not living the life that they believe. And when you begin to overlay original genius of purpose, the fate of a human being that you're born with, we now begin to understand how vitally important it is to know what the fate of your genius of purpose is so that you can direct your steps and direct your beliefs accordingly so that your journey will actually be your destiny. One that's advancing your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion in harmony and agreement with the universal original bias for your good life. See, all things working together for your good. You want good health? Use kinetic belief. You want to have great wealth? Use kinetic belief. Whatever you choose to desire, the predictor for continual mechanics is the substance of kinetic belief. Science is just now beginning to understand how all this was created in the universe, how it all works, and that there was some bias, in other words, an intention for the blueprint for all of creation. And this is the beginning to understanding how we understand that what we kinetically believe as a conviction, an article of personal faith unfolds the life that one will experience. Wow, all this is so fascinating. And I'm just, I'm finding myself wondering you know, you talk about how all this has been proven and that it, it used to just be a theory and now science is catching up with all of this. I mean, how do we how do we actually know, you know, where's the proof? Where's the actual intimate knowledge of, you know, the, I don't know, experiment or whatever um, that that really shows us that this 
actually does work. It's not just a theory. Sure. We were talking about the instinct, instinctive ability to understand this. So let's, here's the science behind it. The Large Hadron Collider, located near Geneva in Switzerland, is the most powerful particle accelerator on Earth. And while examining the results of collider experiments back in 2012, researchers confirmed the existence of the God particle. Elementary subatomic particles, such as electrons and protons, they receive their mass from the particle. Researchers, they were mostly speechless, which is, you know, amazing in of itself, when they discovered that the God particle contained the blueprint for all things. So the discovery pointed to the existence of a creative design for everything prior to the so-called Big Bang. So now here's the thing. Scientific search for knowledge, it can certainly be a long and a, a difficult process. Well, the culmination of more than two decades of research had attracted the attention of thousands of researchers. And the announcement came on the 4th of July, 2012, and it was to an audience of over 3,000 researchers that had spent their careers searching for the elusive Higgs boson, which is otherwise known as the God particle. And by the way, the quantum scientists, they don't like that term, God particle. And you'll hear him say that every time. Anybody like myself says God particle, they don't like it. But who cares what you call it? It still does what it does. So this was an exciting time. The large gathering of those scientists at the particle physics lab in, near Geneva, they were excitedly waiting for those test results when they simultaneously saw the Greek letter sigma, which indicated that the particle had now been found. So here we have the, the image. They're all jumping to their feet, and they're whistling and cheering and applauding and the loud roar of approval. An unusual sight for such a self-reserved lot of people. Uh, proof of the God particle verified the theory that had been drawn up with a pen and paper by British physicist Peter Higgs at his office in Edinburgh University nearly a half century ago. And the theory says basically this, that elementary particles like the quarks and electrons inside atoms, they get their mass from an invisible field that stretches through all of space. Without something to give particles mass, there wouldn't be any stars, planets. There wouldn't be life as we know it. The point of discovery, it left researchers mostly speechless by the evidence of the creative force of belief, just for the fun of it, the God particle. <laughs> the elusive and biased God particle allows for the existence of everything in the universe. It creates something where there had been nothing into an expected outcome. So here the miraculous thing about the unfolding God particle, the purpose of it, is the revelation that a kinetic belief is all that's required for creation. So the discovery is, it's been reshaping scientists' understanding of how the universe was formed and why it's still expanding. The God particle observation, it further went on to reveal that there was a pre-Big Bang bias for all of creation. Now we're moving beyond the lens of the universe, moving to before all that there is, a time before, which had been a point of contention for, for many, many, for many years. Science uh, preconditioned to skepticisms now confirmed one abstract of faith, and that is that all things are made of the same substance. Planets, stars, galaxies, water, you, me, trees, everything vibrates on a quantum physics level, creating unique forms of mass. 
The God particle contains the design for all things separate. Protons, electrons, they streak across the universe and they slow down to some animated vibrational frequency that's been predetermined by the God particle. So every unique form is creating the diversity of all things. The universal law of kinetic belief, what it does is it establishes order to chaos. So here, this historic quantum physics experiment, gosh, it detailed how the world's most successful, that is those who just unabashedly achieve uh, relative to what others are achieving, this higher level of achievement, how it is that they use the law of kinetic belief to continually attract success. All great endeavors, they first began with an image as defined by desire. So what we know is that successful inventors and wealth builders and, and achievers all activated the law of kinetic belief in order to change their circumstances by manifesting exactly what it is that they desire. Wow. You know, I think probably the most powerful, for me, the most powerful part of this podcast today is just listening to you. And, um, and I think I would even like to go back and listen to this again sometime because you just get the sense that this knowledge is just seeping into you and it's just getting into your mind and into your heart and, and even into your spirit in a way that's going to bolster your belief and bolster your that manifesting power and those ideas because when you when you have a depth of understanding about something you'll never forget it it's for me it's like the difference between when you're in high school and you're learning algebra you know understanding what the equation means versus memorizing it i mean you'll never remember something you just randomly memorized but having a depth of understanding it's going to stick with you forever and it's going to give you really an arsenal of 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 weapons to to make all this ha actually happen in your life. Oh yeah, knowledge that's born of wisdom that came from enlightenment will set your life on the course it was originally intended to be upon. Beliefs that are purposefully adhered to and that are relied upon, they release the substance of things that you hope for. Mm which are then attracted by the disciplined, believing, creative creator. If you're new to this daily podcast, what I'm doing here today is I'm connecting science with faith in order to show you how to release on purpose the constructive forces of your dreams and your hopes and your aspirations. And not just today, and this is something Megan and I, we do every day through this podcast, this daily podcast. It's through the increase of knowledge that your habitual self becomes greater like Megan's saying. Knowing how to use the law of kinetic belief, what it does is it guarantees you a prosperous mind. It guarantees you a healthy body. It guarantees you solace within your soul, and it guarantees you the perfect life. Having a desire for more out of life, it puts you into the center of experiencing more out of life. Becoming a practitioner of the law of kinetic belief, it it's, it has um, uh, it has changed so much in my own life, in Megan's life. And when you understand this as taught in my Kinetic Belief Guided Journal, it will create and establish the things that you hope for as a sure thing in your life. Look, the belief to possess change initiates the procurement for uh, the process of things not yet seen to come into your life. I began experiencing law of kinetic belief results in my life at the age of five, five years old, five years young. The benefit of having childlike faith for nurturing those pure imaginations 
At that time, toward a desire to play the piano, it attracted musical dexterity into my thought life very early on. But I had, I had someone that cared a lot about me that showed up one day and spoke into my life and explained the power of belief to me. And as a child, I had no reason to doubt it. And so I just, you know, with the faith of a child, took off running and, and exacted and implemented the things that I was shown at a very early age. So the substance of what I was hoping for, beginning at the age of five, powerfully reacted through the universe to begin attracting mathematical melodies within my imagination, within my desires and beliefs. Well, what was happening? My instructor for becoming a pianist was my kinetic belief. Musical abilities were attracted to form within me. And then as a result, over the next years of my life, orchestrated melodies were kinetically inspired for manifestation. And today I gratefully enjoy being a concert pianist, playing these melodies and this music with Miss Megan, who is a world-class violinist, (laughs) who began playing likewise at the age of three. And so while playing with orchestras, this is what I do now. I still don't read music. I haven't needed to read music. By using the law of kinetic belief on purpose, I attracted the ingenuity and uh, to do so. And outside of even the ability to, to play these melodies as a concert pianist, I've attracted prosperity, perfect health, a happy, creative family. And I attracted Megan <laughs> using kinetic belief. I've manifested furniture manufacturing companies, clothing stores, Uh, broadcast syndicated radio network of 25 radio stations. I've attracted and manifested employment agencies, decorative surfacing companies, cryogenic liquid nitrogen technology, uh, outreaches to the underserved of Appalachia to Native Americans, photographic business systems, craft design companies, manufacturing, uh, bungee jump, for goodness sakes, entertainment, all (laughs) over the country. Televised documentaries, all these things. But look, here's the thing. I'm not any different than anybody else. I didn't have any special education. Uh, Nothing special about me at all. I'm no more or less than anybody else. All things are possible for anyone who should dare to imagine, desire, and believe unwaveringly. So the quantum field theory discovery, it proves success is not only possible, but it already exists for every single person that should choose to imagine. The discovery of the God particle giving mass to previously unseen substance scientifically concluded that there is a universal design with bias. And bias, guess what? It's all that's required to create within the universe that's designed by bias. Wow, I love this idea that as, as long as you understand kinetic belief and you can adhere to it and make it a part of your life, that you can look at anyone and not see them as living a life that's beyond your reach. Because I think it's so it's, it's so difficult sometimes when you see very successful people, whether it's wealth or, or any anything, you know, just when you're looking at them, it's almost like you, it's very tempting to disassociate from this amazing life that you see them living, but using that as inspiration and then knowing that you can achieve that life on your own with these tools, it's, it's incredibly powerful to know that. Right. It's not, it's not a respect or a person's. And in the words of, of Napoleon, lucky has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I thought you meant like not the- Bonaparte. <laughs> 
the, the oh my gosh you go from quantum <laughs> physics to <laughs> quoting napoleon dynamite oh my Qu- goodness quantum physics has revealed that the boson particle operating with created bias with a design plan for all forms of mass is is operating within all of us and so the human imagination it attracts the substance of your thoughts it to and it does it to manifestation Genius exists within everybody, and it's not a respecter of persons. It's a respecter of belief. Anyone that has the ability to believe has that genius within them. There's no such thing as common. There's only average. The purpose of life is to advance and grow through a variety of experiences through beliefs. Enjoyment follows those who kinetically believe unwaveringly without fear, fearlessly, Fear is the, the quickest motivator to get you to come off of what you're, you've chosen to believe. So fearlessly, you can kinetically believe to develop in your mind, body, and soul. To not advance is to cease in purpose. It's a sad thing. So those dreams and visions that you come into the natural experiencing as a child in the quantum level, those are guideposts for exploring your perfect life. When embracing greater endeavors in your mind over your present experiences in the natural, advancement is going to be in harmony with your soul peace. So expanding your territory of, you know, out here on this, this properly aligned plane for creating manifest the prosperous life. Everything needed for attracting your perfect life already exists. And that is one of the most powerful Uh, places to go in your understanding is that you're not trying to create something that doesn't exist. It's already there. Your imagination directs, it conducts, it creates, it allows, it also stops, it guards, uh, your imagination demands, it dictates all of your experiences. Each imagined desire when it's held in belief is a predictor of the life that you're going to live. So what we believe is always going to be a choice. The extraordinary power to create relegated to choices should not be underestimated. So if if one man says he can and another says he cannot, both of them are correct. A circumstantial vision that's nurtured in either gratitude or fear, it will produce like kind. So what does that mean? It simply means the same ability to create great wealth and perfected health is possessed by those who dwell in poverty. The difference between great success and failure is the life that that's being perfected is the one that's disciplined with an analogical awareness of expanding, increasing to become more versus contraction, which is a decay resulting in unbecoming your, the original intent for your life. The best way to understand kinetic belief is this. Here it is. Here's the formula for living your best life to attracting your heart's desires. Locate your unique purpose for life. Your inner genius by asking the questions, what makes you different? What moves you? What makes you feel deeply? Locate your original purpose and be fearless in your quest. Then imagine your highest viewpoint desire, create a thought form for that desire, and begin having a present tense relationship with your chosen belief. The present tense relationship is your kinetic belief. Okay, the essence of you, you are living right now, which means your best life is right now. Whether you've made the choice to live it or not, it is now. Within you is the soul of your unique genius. 
Likewise, you're but a part of the ever-expanding universe. You're one part of all. There is a universal elegance to which you are related equally to every single particle. And most importantly, you're related to the eternal bias of one. Paradoxically, the facet that you represent, the singular essence of you, unlike anyone else that's ever lived, it's still connected upon the deepest of powers. And it's from the deepest of powers that you do exist. The wisdom, the eternal blessedness is accessible and approachable by you. Enlightenment and inspiration to unbecome every negative influence in order to become made perfect in every moment through the act of imagination, desire, and belief is an inherent gift of creation and it belongs to you. You have every attribute required to be able to kinetically believe to see, to observe the highest spectacle within and outside of the universe, the ability to subject willful thought forms, to create objects of desire, and kinetically believe to become one with your perfect purpose is within you right now. Meditate to imagine the world and its pieces, the mountains, the oceans, the sun, moon, and stars, the entirety of all. Meditate to see these things as the glimmering parts, the tacits of your soul. It is upon the lens of wisdom that the destiny of time may be imagined. It is only by refusing to hurry or worry that you fall into the arms of peace, joy, and happiness in order to construct the better thought forms to subject your desires toward those prophetic utterances of enlightenment, which are intrinsically equal to all, all with an ability to believe and then see. The words that you speak when you communicate from your inner light, they're going to sound peculiar and strange to those not dwelling within their higher viewpoints for life. So don't counsel with them. They didn't create you. Validation when sought after for the purpose of surety and agreement will not come easily and therefore shouldn't be pursued as a basis for your articles of faith. An agreement with your Creator by way of relationship with your purpose must be enough validation for you, for it's the clarity from which you will succeed. It's from this present moment that the harmony of your desire, your belief, resounds within the transcendent simplicity and energy of the highest bias of all. Your Creator fashioned you from the substance of love. When you think, speak, and when you act in harmony and agreement with love, you can have whatever you imagine to desire and kinetically believe. Say this after me. This is, let's create some high viewpoint affirmations for life. Just say this right now. Say, I believe in myself and love myself. I believe in myself and love myself. I have an unshakable kinetic belief. I have an unshakable kinetic belief. In the purpose of myself. In the purpose of myself. Each moment I am. Each moment I am. Therefore I am. Therefore I am. More powerful and capable. More powerful and capable. I am transforming into the original purpose for me. I'm transforming into the original purpose for me. As someone who achieves anything that they believe. As someone who achieves anything that they believe. I am now. I am now. Achieving whatever. Achieving whatever. I set my thoughts toward. I set my thoughts toward. 
I have unwavering confidence in God-given abilities. I have unwavering confidence in God-given abilities. I, from this moment on, I, from this moment on, will always love, will always love, respect, respect, and believe in myself, and believe in myself, unconditionally, unconditionally. Self-belief is transforming me. Self-belief is transforming me into a highly successful creative creator. Into a highly successful creative creator. That's it. That's kinetic wow. belief. And that's how this works. And, you know, we opened up the hood of the engine of the universe to all gather around and look within. And what did we find? We found <laughs> ourselves learning to become masters of the universe around us. Wow. Beautiful. So powerful. The power is innate and it's within and it's within each one of us. It's not a respecter of persons. It's a respecter of belief and faith. Mm. So beautiful. If you want to check out the 100-day guided journal that Stephen mentioned in this episode, you can find that online at the website kineticbelief.com. As usual, we love hearing from you. Send us an email, Stephen Canyon at, or wait, I say, I think, did I say that backwards? Kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com is the email address. That's it. And while you're there on the website, if you haven't already gotten one, you can pick up a copy of the 100-day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Guided Journal, and I'll go along with you for 100 days, and we'll get uh, your life headed in the direction of your choice. Also, check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com while you're there, and we hope to see you soon live in person somewhere and spend a a quality evening together. I always felt like today was an initiation or something like, okay, if you've you've joined us for today, you are now a part of the Kinetic Belief family officially. Welcome aboard, and all tomorrow there's so much more. Oh, I can't wait. Well, thanks as usual, Stephen, for all the wisdom and insight. Bye.